cannot wait to share with you today. And we're going to talk about a topic that you may have not really thought about, but it's really just the simple fact of, should you take a break from alcohol? How do you know? Here's how you find out. Stay tuned. Hey sister, do you feel stuck? Do you feel like you're living each day over and over on a loop? Maybe you feel like a failure because you keep telling yourself that today will be different. You wake up each morning hoping to do better, but when the afternoon rolls around, all your promises to yourself are shot. And society screams, you deserve to have that drink, eat that piece of cake, and scroll mindlessly through social media. Hi, I'm Michelle Porterfield, certified mindset and breakthrough coach, mom of three, former daily wine drinker, excuse maker and promise breaker, Coffee's my jam, dry shampoo is my BFF, and I am so glad you're here. I have created this community to help you walk in faith towards freedom from alcohol and other strongholds like it. Together, we will work to show you your value, your strength, and your ability to overcome. So pop in your earbuds and go for a walk, or buckle up for your commute, girl. Get ready for straight talk and the truth, because it's time to elevate your mindset, develop healthy routines, and begin to thrive alcohol-free. Okay, ladies, so you may hear a little faint noise in the background. If you do, that will be my children splashing around in the pool. It is sunny and hot. It is July in South Carolina, and today I think my car registered at like 99 degrees when I got in at um, this afternoon at like 3 o'clock. Crazy. Crazy. So I wanted to just share with you, should I take a break from alcohol? Five things to consider. And these are things that you can Google, you can look up, but I really, these are things that really resonated with me when I went back to think about, okay, the questions that I begin to ask myself and things like that. So let's just jump right in. So number one is you set limits for yourself, but can't seem to stick with them. Basically what that means is you only drink on the weekends. I'm gonna, these are commitments that we make, right? Okay, so we're only drinking on the weekends. I only drink one to two drinks when I do drink. You know, it's like, okay, here's the week. I'm planning my week on Monday. And like, okay, so I'm only gonna have drinks Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, or Tuesday and Thursday. Or if I don't have a, like drinks on Wednesday, then I can this weekend, because you know it's summertime, but I'm only gonna have, I'm only gonna have one to two and then cut it off. And then, okay, this week, my commitment is I'm only going out one time this week. I'm cool. I'm staying at home. I'm doing the thing. I'm eating right. I'm exercising. And I'm only going to go out one, one time, Friday night. That's it. Or you say something like, okay, I'm going to buy just a certain amount this week. And it's got to last me. So I'm going in on the store on Sunday. Like, I'll never forget when they legalized. This was not that long ago, y'all. When they legalized uh, wine and, I think it was wine and beer, yes, sales on Sundays in the South. Because for so long, you could not buy it in the grocery stores. I don't remember. It might have it been several. Well, it had to be several years ago because I'm coming up on two years with, with not buying the junk and drinking. So <laughs> it is junk to me now. Um, so yeah, like you plan, okay, I'm gonna buy two bottles and this is gonna last me this week. All right. So if that sounds like you, maybe you should take a break. Okay. Number two, 
your friends or your partners comment on your drinking habits. So they make little subtle like comments here and there like, hey, why are you drinking so early in the day? You know, are you a little stressed out? Or comments like, here's one, honey, I cannot believe you're not hungover after last night. You know, like during the night, they don't really say a whole lot in the moment, but they're like, huh, I can't believe you don't have a headache. There was many times that, um, well, I would fake it. You know, if I did have a headache, I'd kind of pretend that everything was okay. Um, And sometimes I just didn't. It was crazy. Or here's the one. They go, oh, you bought wine again? (laughs) You hear the inflection. So that might be another reason that maybe you should take a break. And this is just kind of something like, honestly, what this episode is for is literally just to to prompt you to think, just to think about some of your habits, because I'm going to tell you all once I get through this list, but most of these I can at least say I was dealing with and experienced for a long period of time. Number three, you schedule your plans around alcohol. So what that means is you make sure that you're home and you're not going back out before you like crack open the bottle. There was many times that would happen to me. For example, say I got home, but I knew that I had to pick up someone. The kids were at somebody's house. So I would make sure that I would schedule that early enough to get them and get back home so that I could drink some wine. Because that, you know, that was a boundary for me. You know, we all have our different boundaries and we have seasons in our life where we go beyond the boundaries sometimes that we typically set. But I will tell you in all honesty, I had that one firm boundary of I will not get in the car. I will not drive a car with any sort of alcohol in my system. If anything, I was even the one that was like super rigid about it. I would go to events, whether it was work events or I would meet a friend for dinner. Like I wouldn't even drink one glass and drive because it just made me so nervous and uncomfortable because I had um, leverage. My family was my leverage to get me to understand that that's way too dangerous. Like I was not about to lose everything when it came to doing something like that. Okay. Now, Side note, I have done that in the past when I was younger and really, really stupid before I had a family. And we may or may not go there. I'm sure at some point I'll really start to open up. And depending on what you need from me and what will help you as I tell my story, we may go back to the teenage years because I can definitely see some some things that came from that too. You might have just heard that scream in the background. They're having so much fun. All right, so the other thing is basically if you're doing this, if you're scheduling your plans around alcohol, saying no to invites and saying no to like non-alcohol events. Have you ever done that before? Have you ever kind of like just kind of wanting in the mood to like really socialize and then you especially found out, which that's the wrong term of language of how I put that together, but you especially didn't want to hang out and you heard that there was no alcohol, you're like, "Mm mm-mm, so lame. I'm not doing that. I'm just not making those plans. Or, and, this is an or and an and, 
make sure you have drinks before you go. I even would joke about it and say I'm pre-gaming, especially when we were going out to dinner. Because, let's face it, um, alcohol is super expensive in the restaurants, especially if you're just kind of buying, um, you know, you're just buying a glass here or there. And it was me drinking, so I couldn't even really make the excuse of, like, buying a bottle because my husband didn't drink it. So I would pre-game it, and I would at least drink two glasses at home before I even went out. And number four, it is your go-to when you're stressed. Pretty obvious there, right? If we're thinking about taking a break, that's a question we should ask ourselves. Listen, is this always my go-to when I'm stressed out? No matter what kind of stress, like there's so many different forms of stress, but is that the first thing you think of? You know, say there's some sort of um, disagreement at work or some conflict with a client, conversation, hard conversation with friends or spouse, anything like that, anything that triggers stress, uh, something bounced in your checking account, you're paying a bill late, like anything can cause levels of stress. So is alcohol, aka wine, booze, whatever it is for you, is that your first thought? Do you go to that first before even processing the stress or even choosing something different? And number five, You've thought to yourself, hmm, I may have an issue with drinking. Another obvious one. Have you ever questioned your drinking? And I mean in the slightest, most innocent way to yourself, in your thoughts, even if you've ever been at a place where you're like, you know, is this normal? Do I feel normal? Or is this just something, something's just not right. Do I have a problem? You know, we don't want to ever think, you know, am I addicted? Or, oh my gosh, am I an alcoholic? You know, we'll get into some of that conversation. I do not identify as an alcoholic. I personally do not like that word. And I think when we, as a culture, see the word alcoholic, or we hear, oh, yeah, her daddy was an alcoholic. We have this image in our mind, right, of this, like, just, like, broke down, laying on a bench, drinking out of a paper bag, you know, sleeping in a car, cheating on the woman, you know, like, this whole, like, it's a stereotype. You know, we just have that image. But I just wanted you to think about that. Because I know that I had that thought so many times. When I think about it, it kind of breaks my heart a little bit of how many times that that thought came in. And I would just kind of just push it off and pretty much ignore it, basically. And I'll never forget, and I can't even tell you when this was. So I actually gave up alcohol 2018, August of 2018, coming up on two years, so exciting. And mainly the reason why that's exciting is because I'm a free person now. Just the freedom of who I am and who I'm becoming is just something that I could not have done with alcohol in my life and in my system, blurring out everything. You cannot step into your God-given calling and rise up to make an impact 
if you are buffering and you're numbing out the realness of who you are and who you were made to be. And I'll never forget, I was sitting in a church service. Man, it was probably, I'm going to just guess and say maybe 2015, 2016. This just shows you how long I battle with this. And I remember the pastor saying, and I don't remember anything else about the sermon that day, but I remember him saying something into the effect, because they were talking about drinking for some reason, um, because that is kind of a questionable conversation in the church. And he was saying, you know, it's not the alcohol, it's the fact that does the alcohol have a hold on you? And if you can't put it down for 30 days then it may be a bigger deal than you're admitting to yourself. And I'll, I'll always remember that conversation, and I'll always remember how I did nothing about it. I felt it in my spirit. I knew that I was the one he was talking to, and yet I just wasn't ready. And it's okay. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, like, oh my goodness, and I feel so guilty about it, because honestly, I don't, because I'm going to tell you, I'm who I am now because of the journey that I went through and how long it took me to get to the place where I realized that that was the thing that had to be removed to be the person that I am today that is sitting here in front of this computer, in front of this microphone to be able to to share this with you. I wouldn't have as much impact or information or the realness of my story if I hadn't gone through all that. And there's so much more that I will continue to share. So I hope this helped you. And if you have any of these that just really popped out to you, we had five, send me a message. Hop on to the DMs and Instagram. That's usually a really easy way. I love voice messages. It's just faster. We can say more. Just reach out and say, hey, that really resonated with me and I'm struggling with this. And keep in mind, I'm here for you and I will continue to share with you. If you want to go a little deeper, You can hop over to the Facebook group where we can actually have some more conversations over there. It's a blend. It's going to be a blend of people who have all kinds of struggles because the whole idea of this is not just solely driven in the whole alcohol realm, although we will have a lot of conversation around it. It is also truly mindset and choosing health. And health means your whole health, your whole body, the whole person of you is what that means. So if you want to go deeper there and just keep in mind that July, the special for coaching is very, very limited. I'm running a special for $37 a session and that is 45 minutes with me. I would suggest that you jump on that and you can even talk to me up front and we'll have a discovery call just to see if it's the right fit. You may say, I don't really know much about coaching. I'm not really sure if I'm ready to deal with this yet because I promise you, until you're ready, it will not work because I'm not going to just sit there and talk to you some more like we're talking here. I am going to sit there and help you open up and dive deep and let's peel back some layers so that you can create freedom in your life, whether it be alcohol whether it be the social media addiction, whether it's shopping, comparisonism, you've got some guilt and shame. There is just no telling what's underneath there. We all are such a work in progress. But I am here for you, sisters. 
and I'm thankful for you, and I will talk to you next week. Stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout-outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.